two, three, fuck it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Whatever You Want to Call It podcast with your boy, your host, your uh, the guy that's going to give you the good stuff, me, Marquis Nash. Today's episode, we are going to go through a lot of topics, a lot of topics that I want to talk about today. We got to go, we're going to go over the Green Bay Packers and the Aaron Rodgers situation. We got some breaking news in regards to his contract extension or whatever we have also we're going to talk about the milwaukee bucks versus the phoenix suns game six of the nba finals we're going to go over other other stuff but for now that's what we're going to go over go over right now so let's get right into it the green bay packers it was reported by adam Schefter that aaron Rodgers turned down a two-year contract extension that would have made him the highest paid quarterback and the highest paid player in the NFL and in, well, in, in, yeah, in, in, in the NFL this year. And he reported, like I said, they reported, Adam Shepard reported that he declined that this offseason. So apparently now that he declined that and he would have been the highest paid uh, player and quarterback, that shows that he's, that's not, it's not about money. For me, for me, I'm just going to tell you the truth right now. For me, in my opinion, I feel like I'm <laughs> Adam Shepard's credibility. I ain't going to say a shot, but it's a little shaky. It's on some shaky ground right now because when he reported uh, this uh, season, earlier in the season when the Packers were drafting uh, uh, certain players and whatever, he reported that Aaron Rodgers wasn't that satisfied with the Green Bay Packers and he wanted out or whatever of Green Bay and he didn't really care about this draft and he reported right during the draft and that was the story of the draft. It wasn't really about the players. It was about Aaron Rodgers and all this stuff. Man, I, at the end of the day, man, I feel like Aaron Schefter, it'd be like, it'd be perfect timing for him sometimes for him just to report some of this stuff. It'd be perfect timing for him and or the NFL that it's a narrative that they already kind of set like, it's a possibility that Aaron Rodgers don't want to come back with Packers, not knowing that. And the thing about me is, where if you show me your what you what you worth, not show me what you worth, but like if you show me who you are, I'm gonna believe you. I'm not. It 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 don't take too many times for me to see somebody or to, for me to notice your flaws. Not to notice your flaws, but for me to you talk to you. I can I sometimes I can talk to you for. 30 minutes and I can know what your personality is by the way you talk or the, by the way you move or the way, the way you do certain things with Adam Schefter. It's really, I'm not going to say he's not a, a, a credible reporter because he probably, he's one of the best in the, in the game right now. But for me, it's like, I, I want, I got to see it. I got to see it before I believe it. I mean, we could talk all this stuff. We talked about this our last off season. We thought there, it was a rift between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, which it probably was, but 
at the end of the day, people made it seem like it was just like, oh, my God, I hate you. You hate me type stuff. And it was something really small. The Packers went to the NFC Championship, and we forgot all about it. At the end of the day, I feel like I be, no, I, feel, I don't feel, I believe that Aaron Rodgers will stay this entire season, stay this entire season. I believe that he will eventually sign the contract. I think at this point, if it's true that he didn't, he declined the two-year contract, I believe that he will sign it eventually. I just believe that it's about the principle nowadays, nowadays with Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's not even about the money. I think at the end of the day, it's more, I think uh, it's two things that I think that's, that, that's holding him back. I think he wanted more years. He wanted at least more than two years. And then also, I believe that Aaron, it's like, like I said, it's a principle at this point right now. It's like, Aaron, like, you waited this long to finally give me a contract extension, and now you're going to give it to me when I complain, and I, I, bu I busted your, bust your bubble in the media and all this stuff, and I kind of gave subliminals that I'm not going to come. I'm not going to come to training camp and all this stuff. Now you're going to finally listen to me. So it's like he's kind of like he's making them suffer in a sense. So for me, I just believe that Aaron Rodgers, he will stay the season. I think this is going to fade away eventually. If the Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers and the Packers won a championship this year, which is possible they could, this all, all his whole storyline will fade eventually, like the other stories in Green Bay did. It faded away in the night. So for me, I just – I believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay. But speaking about staying with a team, I spoke on Damian Lillard a couple of days ago about the teams that he might go to or whatever. But just thinking about it now and thinking of, and just seeing how uh, Aaron, not Aaron Rodgers, but Giannis Adetokounmpo played in the in the finals and seeing how the run of uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo in his career I would say for Dame, I would say stick it out one more year. If, if Dame is listening, I don't know if he's listening to this podcast. Hopefully he is because it's a great podcast, Dame. By the way, I would love for you to be a guest on the show. You'll be a great guest. I would love to love for you to come on the show and and we can talk about – we don't got to talk about basketball. We just talk about life and your rap career, whatever. We can talk about anything, man. But, uh, yeah, like I said before, man, I, I feel like Dame should stick it out one more year. Just stick it out. If he is leaving, I don't know. He might not be leaving. He might just be sticking it out like Giannis. And I, like I said, this run by Giannis shows, just stick it out. If you can just stick it out just a little bit longer, eventually your time will come. I think Dame, at this point, I, it just, I believe that the reason why Dame hasn't went, to, went, went nowhere in the playoffs or not even went nowhere, but he hasn't made any progress in the playoffs, that much is because just the teammates he's around, not even teammates, the team that he's around. He, I think he just needed new coaching. I think Terry Stotts was a good coach, but I think they needed a new system. At that Terry Stotts system was not right. It wasn't right for Dame's kind of style of play and that style of team. I believe that Chauncey Billups is a great head coach for Damian Lillard and that Portland Trailblazers team. And I truly believe that Damian Lillard could get to a championship in the next two years or so if their team stays healthy. Because with them, it's not even really about with with them. Like I said, with them, with the Portland Travelers, it's not even about, like, the players or inconsistency. Sometimes with season McCullough, he can be inconsistent at times. But at the end of the day, I believe that it's all about really being, staying healthy for the Portland Travelers. Because the past couple of years, they have not been really that healthy. Their main stars have been out for the season or – have 
missed multiple games. So for me, it's just like with the Portland Trailblazers is if they can stay healthy and have great continuity in in the regular season and uh, translate that in the playoffs, I believe they can make a run like the Giannis, Giannis and the Bucks did. I believe that he can do the same. It's just for them, like I, I'm going to say again, they need to stay healthy. If they can stay healthy and they're specifically their starters can stay healthy or the main role players can stay healthy for a, a uh, for an entire season, that, that will help them tremendously and they'll be further on. Because really, if you look at the past two seasons where when, when they have won or the last time they made it when they, I uh, think, beat, I don't remember who they beat. They was in the NBA final, not NBA finals, but the conference finals against the the Western Conference Finals with Golden State. I believe that the reason why they got there, of course, because dang, but they were healthy. These last two seasons, it just been they have not been healthy at all. I mean, if it was from Dame Lillard being out for multiple games, or CJ Muscala being out for multiple games, or Nurkic being out for a couple games for a multitude of games. It's just it with them it's they can't. Their starting five specifically cannot stay healthy for the sake of it. Like it just they can't, and it's it, that's all it really is for Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. So for me, I believe now that I think about it, of course I want I want him to go somewhere else because my 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 ego, not my ego, but my inner side wants him to go to another team and say, oh man, just forget this. But at the same time, you gotta stick it out. If if Giannis Adetokounmpo have taught you something in his playoffs. He's taught you just stick it out. If you can stick it out a little longer, eventually, eventually you will succeed. Eventually you will get to the place where you're comfortable. Eventually you will get to the place and be in the NBA Finals. And that's what I have learned about Giannis. Gian and Giannis, Giannis' interviews, bro, low-key, though, speaking of in Giannis, his interviews have been just legendary, man. Like, his interviews has been, like, inspirational. Man, it's, like, Giannis is maturing. He's growing. He is, like, improving before our eyes. And I spoke about a take that I wanted to speak on, and I wanted to wait until – I might wait. I'm not going to tell it now because I, I don't want to jinx myself. I'm just feeling – I ain't going to say I believe in jinx, but I believe that sometimes I, don't, I, I can speak too soon. Sometimes I overreact. So. I'm not going to say it just yet until I'm probably going to do another podcast episode tomorrow, Wednesday, and a probably, a probably around the same time. So be prepared for that. I'm going to have a good take. I have a couple good takes. I actually, I'm going to say one of my good takes today. And one of my, my takes are, is that Rondo should the, uh, the Lakers should have signed a Rondo for that extent. They should have signed Rondo. At the end of the day, I believe Rondo was a better ordeal out of this deal. He, I mean, he didn't really get nothing. I mean, he got money out of this, of course, but I believe that the Lakers should have kept Rondo. They should have just paid him the money, the five, extra five million that he wanted or whatever. They should have just paid him. I, I really believe that. They should have just paid Rondo because at the end of the day, Shooter wasn't, Shooter is not, it's like, for me, I compared it to like a burger, like a McDonald's burger. And no offense to Schroeder, because he's a great player. He's a great uh, scorer, but he's really not a point guard. Just let's just put it out there. He's not a really a great point guard like that. He can get you assists, but it's not like he's gonna. He's not gonna be like, oh, okay, give me twenty five assists, twenty points. Like he's not gonna do that. He's probably get you twenty five points, probably six assists, 
and a couple rebounds. He's not that type of guy. And Rondo was the type of guy where he cannot own. He's the type of guy he'll get ten points, fifteen assists, and and seven rebounds. Like he's that type of guy. He's the type of guy to get five points, twenty assists, and five rebounds. Like he's that type of guy. And for me, that's why. What I believe is that the Lakers should have kept him. They just should have. It just it made sense, perfectly good sense, because the Lake Clippers don't really use them like that in their system. Of course, and they could it could work out where they can probably use them next year. And the Lake Clippers was not that healthy, but at the same time, I feel like they didn't even use them like that. The Clippers really didn't use them to the way the Lakers used them, and like an, as another floor runner, not a floor runner, but another guy that can. Uh, of course, space the floor and another guy that can facilitate other than PG and Kawhi Leonard. For me, I, I believe that like the Lakers should just kept him and paid him that money. I know they didn't want to pay him because it was a lot for that kind of type of player. But I, I just feel like you should just pay. You just suck your uh, gut in. Not suck your gut in, but I don't know what the, I'm trying to say. I mean, you should have uh, uh, swallow your pride. That's what I meant to say. I don't know what to suck your gut in. That, was, that made no sense. But uh, swallow your swallow your pride and said, "Okay, brothers, we're gonna have to pay him." Because I think he means more. He's he was more important for that run than anybody else. He was a, the important piece to that the Lakers run when they won in a bubble. Which I mean, I don't say it's a fluke, but a lot of things in the bubble kind of were fluky a little bit. Like the Miami Heat making it to making it to the NBA Finals was kind of fluky. I mean, I'm not gonna say the Lakers winning in the bubble was fluky. But I mean, just speaking on like how they won and then how the the teams panned out. I mean, it was kind of fluky. But I'm I'm not gonna discount LeBron's ring because he deserves that, and AD deserves that also, and all the players that were involved in winning that ring deserve all that ring. But in the end of the day, it seemed kind of fluky. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm not being controversial, but man, I just I don't know, man. That's just me. But uh, for me though, speaking on. Faluki, a scout, a fosterist coaching, I mean, not coaching, but he's <laughs> reffing his game. And I think right now, Pete, not PG, but uh, uh, Chris Paul is 0-12 when uh, Scott Foster is the head, offici- head of officials when he, you know, when he's the head of officials in a game. And I I don't know, man, I just, I, people believe that, oh, every time Scott Foster coaches, I mean, coach, not coaches, but he refs games, Chris Paul loses, which he it, it happens. But I just believe it's just, I feel like people make it more of it than it really is. And I think at the same time, I just believe that Scott just don't take no mess. It just, I think that's what all it is, is that Chris Ball, I think he can manipulate sometimes the refs sometimes with some, most of them refs, he can manipulate the calls and whatever. But I think with Scott Foster, he like, he, he's not going to budge. He's not going to, he's not going to say, he's going to take note. He's going to say, no, I'm, this is my game. This is, this is what I'm going to do. And I think he, I think CP, in a sense, he he wants to manipulate the refs a little bit or some of the calls a little bit on drawing fouls. And sometimes Scott Foster's like, no, nah, bro, this is what I'm going to call, and that's it. And he tries to manipulate. I'm not going to say he's – it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. He's He knows the game. He's a skilled basketball player. And when, and when you're a skilled basketball player like Chris Paul, you're going to find ways to make get that slight edge and that's Chris Paul, man. That's Chris Paul in a bottle, man. Like, that guy is amazing. That guy is, in a sense, the point guy. Like, he's 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 that guy. He's one of my favorite point guards in the NBA. 
it's him, Rondo. I mean, if you want to count Allen Iverson as a point guard, he's probably one of my favorites. And then you got LeBron. If you want to count him as a point guard, he's one of my favorites also. But for me, man, and man, it just oh, and Russell Westbrook. I forgot about him. Russell Westbrook, man. That's one. Of, if you want to call him a point guard, even though he's because he's really not a shooting guard. He's really not a point guard. So he might be just a point guard. I'm just gonna say he's a point guard. But yeah, Russell Westbrook is one of my favorite point guards or just overall players in the NBA. Um, and Drew Holiday's all he's been my one of my favorite point guards for a while. Like he's so underrated, man. Cause I watched a lot of Pelicans games and I watch I heavily watched Drew Holiday when he first got in the league. So for me, it was just like I I love that tenacity, that toughness that Drew Holiday brings on the defensive end and the offensive end. Man, I, I love that about Drew Holiday, and that's that's what I I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna win. So sp- speaking about the Milwaukee Bucks and Drew Holiday, I'm gonna get to my predictions now. So my predictions for this game, of course, I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna win Game Six and go on it to win the NBA championship and close it out tonight. I believe that this game is gonna be close, primarily for the first for probably the first three. Quarters. I think the Bucks are going to close it out, and they're going to win by, like, I'd say, ten. They're going to win by ten points. It's going to get close. I think I believe the Bucks are going to just make better, more shots, and they're not more shots. They're going to make better clutch shots, and they're going to win this game. So I, that's my pick. I'm not going to say the score, but I believe the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win. Most people are wanted to go seven just for their ego, not for their ego, but they just for just basketball sake. Because because after this game, if the Bucks win, it's pretty much. Of the offseason now. So for me, it just, uh, other than bas- basketball is going to still be going on because of the Olympics, but that's not for, for a while. Like it's not going to, that's, that's going to la- not going to last that long. So for me, I just believe that like this game is going to be amazing. This game is going to be exciting. I believe that the, the stars are going to come out tonight, not, not the stars in the stadium, but the stars on the court, the, uh, the, Giannis Dedekumbo, uh, Drew Hodges, Chris Milton, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Jay Crowder, PJ Tucker. The stars are going to come out tonight and they're going to play well. I believe it's going to be a clock, so they're going to be, it's going to be a close game. And I, I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win this game, close it out and win, win the championship and be NBA champions once again. But Giannis and them boys first year and the second time in, Bucks history. So for me, I like I said, I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks will win this game. Now that I think about it, I don't know why for some reason I feel like this is gonna be a blowout. It's not gonna be entertaining as people think it is. I think people will think like man, it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be back and forth. I just have a sneaky suspicion that the Bucks just might blow them out and like forget this. We we forget all that, forget all the antics and forget all the making of the game. I just believe the Bucks and of course I I'm not I don't. I'm not in that locker room, so I don't know. But I'm just speculating at this point. But or I'm just like going off my feeling of this game and how I've been waiting this game, waiting for this game. But my feeling might change over time, so I could be wrong. But my feeling for me is like I feel like they're. I ain't gonna say the Suns are defeated because I believe they're gonna give a fight. But I just believe that like if the Suns go down by more than 20, 15 to twenty points, and it's like a third quarter, I think they're gonna give up. I believe they don't give up. I, th- I believe if they go down by 15 to 20 points in the third quarter, I believe it's going to be over by then. I think if the Bucs go out, uh, by go up in this game by 15 to 20 points, I believe this game is going to be over. Because 
at the end of the day, you believe I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are not gonna give that lead up. And if they do give that lead up, it's not they're gonna get it give it up and you get it right back. It's I believe that it's gonna get down to like ten and then it's gonna stay around ten and the Bucks are gonna make make better shots. That's ultimately what I believe this game is gonna go out. How this gonna how this game is gonna go out. Of course, people want in a game seven just to be egotistic, not egotistic, but just to be stangy and not really stangy, but like more of just selfish because they want to, this series is good, so you want to see a game seven naturally. But as or and just and most people are picking the song because they want CP TB three Chris Paul to win his uh, ring. Which I mean, I like Chris Paul and I love Chris Paul. He's like I said, he's a best point guard of my era. But at the same time, I want Giannis to win a ring. So I mean, I'm sorry, I want him to win tonight. I mean, that's just what I feel about this game. I'm, yes, I'm biased. The hell yes, I'm biased. Yes, I want the Bucks to win. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really biased today. Yes, I've been really biased pretty much this entire podcast episode. Regarding the Bucks, I mean, but I'm, of course, I get like so I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, they are certified scorers. They're certified bucket getters. They are certified stars of the NBA. Like they're, I'm there. There's no way doubting that. But at the end of the day, I believe the Milwaukee Bucks were the better team to begin with. And I'm already kind of shooting the shooting my shooting the before. The, I'm I'm already kind of like. I didn't say shooting my shot, but I'm already kind of telling the history of uh, predicting the uh, the uh, future already, kind of. But at the same time, I'm kind of like I, I I just feel like at the end of the day, the Bucks were the better talented team to begin with. They were the talented, better talented team. They had buck buck getters and bucket getters and Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Trey. I mean, not Trey Young, but uh, what's his name, Mikael Bridges and. He's pretty good, and you got Jay Crowder. He's pretty streaky, but he's pretty good. He's a tough guy. He's a not tough guy, but he's a tough. tough he plays tough. So I mean, for me, I believe that they they're great players, but I just think it's just not their time. That's that's all it is. They could probably get it next year, but I just don't think it's their time. Not now. I mean, man, and you never know. This might be the last chance that Chris Paul gets it. So hopefully it isn't. But I mean, it, it just might be. Unless he gets, unless they rebuild the team over again, I'm not saying they're rebuild the team over again, but unless they can get a better roster, I, mean, I believe that like Trey Crowder is nice and he's a good fit for the Suns because he brings that greediness, he brings that toughness to the team. But at the end of the day, he's really streaky. He's super streaky. I think I will, if I'm the Suns, I would try to. I ain't gonna say, and I'm kind of like already kind of like writing them off already, which I'm kind of am. I'm, I've been writing them off since since the Bucks tied it 2-2. I've been writing them off already. So, And you might say, man, why you just why you can't just give your opinion about the Suns too? Yeah, I, I, my opinion about the Suns is that they're a great team, but the Bucks are better. That's what all I feel about. I'm sorry. I'm not giving a better view on the Suns. If you're a Suns, Suns fan, I'm going to give you this. I'll say this to, to the Suns fans. Y'all had a great run, but this is our time now. And I believe that the Suns are like, – I believe that crazy thing is what's really weird and crazy about this is I believe the Suns can make it back here again. And I think it's going to be harder, but I believe they can make it back here again. I believe that with their roster, if they can stay healthy, and which is up in the air with a lot of these teams, if they can stay healthy, especially in the Western Conference, if they can stay healthy – 
I believe they can be right back here again. I, I, I truly believe that. And I truly believe that Chris Paul, like I said, he's the best point guard of our time, of my time, of my era. So for me, that's why I feel about the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks game. But I would like to end this um, podcast with a, a when I well, actually before I give the quote for this quote of the day for my podcast. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast or other podcasts, future podcasts or past podcasts that are episodes I did, you can go to the whatever you want to call a podcast on Stitcher. If not Stitcher, you can go to Spotify. If not Spotify or Stitcher, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. If you got any questions regarding in regards to anything I said on this podcast, you can shoot the shot, shoot your shot and tweet me at uh, Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E-95Sports. Also, you can DM me on my Instagram at Marquise95Sports, also M-A-R-K-E-S-E-95Sports. Or you can message me on my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it podcast Facebook page. And you can, you can shoot your shot and ask me any question. Um, also, before I end this podcast, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I thank you guys for listening and listening to uh, a, a man like me talking about sports. I just appreciate y'all for everything y'all been doing and giving me these downloads, man. I, I appreciate you. Um, but before I leave, I'd like to give, leave with a quote that uh, actually Giannis said during the game. He actually said this. So he said, when you are focused on the past, that's your ego. When you when you focus on the future, that's your pride. I try to focus on the moment in the present. That's humility. That's being humble. For me, that what I I understand how I feel about that quote is that basically what Giannis is saying that just stay humble, man. At the end of the day, don't worry about your past because your past is over. Don't worry about your past. That's over. That's done. That's done. That's a done deal. You can't worry about that because at the end of the day, you can't change it. You only can change your future. You, that's the only thing you can change is your future. You can't change your past. You did what you did. It's over with. You can't change that. But you can affect your future by by being humble and being in your present and doing things that can help and that can secure your future. That Say, for example, in your past that you were a drug dealer. Okay, you're juggling. You lost a lot of money. And you, and you were poor in your in early in your career. Okay, now in your present, you you're making some money. You're investing in businesses or whatever, and you might be in your future. You might be a millionaire. So at the end of the day, just focus on what you can control. Like I said before, if you can control the controllables, you can control what you can control. Control what what is there, what is that's in your grasp now. And once you do that, and once you hone on into and once you kind of hone on hone is a, that's the word or like you hold on i'll say hold on not hone but hold on to your your faith and what you believe in and you hold on to what you know and your gut and your gut feeling and whatever like that's what's going to get you where you where you where you need to go is believing in yourself believing in that you can do anything believing that it doesn't matter what you did in your past. Believing that in your present, that's where you can affect your future. So that's all I got to say about that. But I'll see you guys next episode when I'll go over the game six of the NBA Finals. If it is a game seven, I'll go also go over that. 
I'll go over the Green Bay Packers and all this other stuff regarding sports. I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.